0: Welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast, Season 2, Episode 20. I'm your co-host, Sky, And I'm your co-host, Susan. How are you today, Sky? I am good. It's been kind of a crazy past week with all the hockey games and stuff. We They just finished up regular season, and they won both games, which is just best-case scenario amazing. So they move on this week, and Nick has three games this week, which I feel like for some leagues probably seems normal, but for this league, it's a lot, so... Like every other day they have a game. So it's obviously Nick's schedule, but like just means that like everything's extra crazy and routines are off and whatever. So just feeling like that heightened excitement going into this next round, which obviously like it's his career, it's exciting, you know, like all the things. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling optimistic for the week ahead and everything to come. So I'm feeling good. How are you?
1: I'm good. We have some warm temps for this time of year headed our way. So I'm very excited to enjoy that next week. The sun is out, so I can't complain. And
0: we had a super productive weekend. So I'm in
1: good spirits.
0: I feel like we switched because our weather for like the past month and a half has been gorgeous and it's been (laughs) raining for like four days straight.
1: Yeah. I mean, granted, usually we're buried in like six feet of snow at this time of year. And the fact that I can see grass is kind of wild. But
0: So you don't have any snow right now?
1: We have some snow, but, like, the ditches and stuff don't have snow.
0: Wow. And it's been, someone said, like, mid-50s-ish?
1: Yeah. It's like, it'll be mid-50s this week, but it's been, like, 30s, 40s with a random cold day. But
0: It makes such a difference having that breath of sunshine and, like, the little bit of warmth really does change, like, literally everything. Absolutely. Which is kind of perfect because sunshine was the first thing on my list
1: today for our topic of getting out of a slump.
0: I was hoping that you were going to grab that same transition. Cause in my head, as I said it, I was like, Oh my God, this is the perfect way to transition. (laughs) Cause I literally had the same thing. I was like, get outside. That's such an easy way Mm -hmm. to get out of a slump. I feel like this, at least for most of the things that I wrote down getting out of a slump, it works for that. But then I also think like getting back into a routine after vacation or after being sick or after being off, you know, like, I feel like these pieces of advice that we're going to talk about in this episode, yes, they were meant for getting out of a slump, but I feel like you could use these like for an array of reasons. Like it's not just for you. Okay. Like if you haven't been in a slump, it doesn't mean this doesn't apply to you. Like, I feel like there's definitely usable aspects to this. Right. Absolutely.
1: And I think, it's kind of funny. A lot of my like close friends have been expressing that they're like either just angry or in a slump or bored with their routines. Um, so I was like, this is like a, the perfect topic because I think it's that time of year too. Yes. It's like we're in between seasons and it's just kind of like, what do I do with my time? And when you get stagnant, a lot of times you get grumpy. So yes.
0: I think that's so valid. I remember I feel grateful that there I think the hockey season allows for that like change of pace that like otherwise I would be looking for like I remember in college especially like end of February especially in New Hampshire like February March is the worst months of the year just weather wise it makes you feel like what's there to do because you don't want to go outside you know like it's you get so stuck so it's so valid to be feeling like you're in a slump or just not feeling like yourself which can honestly be like the worst feelings I know you were talking about this like ended up that you were pregnant, but you didn't, you were not <laughs> yourself. And it was just like so hard to watch that for you because obviously you, yeah. were pregnant, but even as your friend, like that's the worst is when you just, you don't feel like yourself and you don't know how to describe it or how to get out of it. And I think at least for me, and I know for you too, because we talked about these things when you were going through it and when I've been going through it in the past, and it's just, these things actually will help you. It's not like we're both sitting here saying like, well, this might help, but I've never gone through it. Like everybody goes through these like ebbs and flows of not feeling like yourself, feeling less motivated, more motivated. And these are like genuinely things that have helped both of us. And I can rely on helping us in the future when it inevitably happens again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what my the first thing I put on my list is move before you want to. Like just get up. You have to get moving because if you're going to, sit in your sorrows or pity, then you're not going to feel better. Like you need to physically get up,
0: especially when you don't want to. Absolutely. I put, it's so similar. I put, create a concrete routine and follow it. And you have to be so self-disciplined where if you're like snoozing your alarm and like that's, it it begins the first thing you wake up. Like your mood is going to be dictated by every little decision you make or don't make first thing in the morning. So if you snooze that alarm, it's just gonna put you off track more and more. Like if you're already feeling in a slump, you need to completely change everything around you, which means if you usually snooze your alarm, don't snooze your alarm. If you usually get up and immediately drink coffee, maybe get up and have a glass of water first, like change every little aspect of your routine. Like don't stay in your pajamas, put on a workout outfit first thing, or put on your work outfit first thing, like whatever it is, like if it's not working, change it. And I think that's like, honestly, I didn't even write this down, but I should have our life audit doing that first that I feel like that's the number one way to get out of a slump because you're going to take every single aspect of your life and literally go through and audit them and say like, okay, what am I doing? Well, what am I not take that information and then go through the rest of what we're going to talk about on the podcast here, because you're going to have a great understanding of what's working and what's not.
1: Absolutely. And being able to focus in on, like what isn't working. Like that's my favorite way of using the life audit. Cause a lot of times there's things that just pass you by that you're like, Oh, I'm doing great in that category of life. And then when you actually sit down and do it, you're like, Oh, like I'm really struggling in that area. And that could be why you don't know why you don't feel good is yes. because there is an underlying thing where you feel like you're lacking, but you don't necessarily acknowledge it every day. Like finances is a, is a really good example for me because my husband like he does all of our finances so I don't notice it so much but when I sit down and I do a life audit, it's like okay no I wanted to bring in more passive income this month and I'm struggling in that how like what is my plan to increase this yeah um and that is how I prefer to use it but it's also nice to see what you're excelling at and then to be
0: able to check back in a week later and be like okay like I actually put the time in
1: to improve these scores
0: yes I think that's a really good point. And I think something that you said is you were talking about your finances and you literally just said that you wanted to bring in more passive income. And for your example, you weren't doing that. And how can you fix that? Mm-hmm. That right there is another great way to get out of a slump is just looking at what you're doing, not wrong, but what you're doing not as well as you could be doing. And, mm-hmm. improve it. and I think that's the number one thing is procrastination. If you're in a slump, you're probably procrastinating in a lot of aspects. Yeah life, like not even just like work or homework or things like, or exercising, things like that. But like, you're probably putting off a lot of the aspects of your routine that do make you feel better. Like those little habits. Like, honestly, I even noticed I've been so off my habit tracker this month and I physically and mentally notice a difference when you get track, like get back on your routine. Like it's the number one way and be like, be hard on yourself. I think it, it, the tough love from yourself goes such a long way, especially like, look at what you just said. You completely analyzed yourself, which can be so hard to do if you're too soft on yourself and you say like, oh, like it's okay that I didn't bring passive income, which sure it might be. But if that's a goal you want to have, the first person that you need to convince to change that is yourself. So the fact that you said that that's the perfect example is you have to be, you have to show up for yourself first.
1: Absolutely. And you have to be willing to acknowledge where you're not doing well and take accountability yes and i the other thing is if you're for me anyways if i'm procrastinating i know because my screen time is up a ridiculous amount i am looking for anything better than what i should be doing and that is where i really that's like my achilles seal when i'm procrastinating or in a slump i am on my phone so much and it's i'm not responding to anyone i am just like constantly going through different apps searching for something more appeasing than doing what I should be doing
0: it is i should know if it's like serotonin or dopamine or what which one it is but it's that you want that quick fix like you just want to get mm-hmm. on your mind and find something that'll like grab yeah. your attention versus like doing the things like exercise eating well blah 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 that actually are going to like affect you long term i noticed too if i'm in that place where i'm not feeling as mentally good i really am craving my phone and social media in the morning, which is like, mm-hmm. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I want to go straight on Instagram. It's like, okay, why am I feeling that way? And I really try yeah. like, not do it, even though like social media is 100% an addiction. So it's like, you really have to train yourself not to do that. Mm-hmm. And some mornings when I'm really good on my routine, I don't crave it. And it's noon before I've even thought about it. But on the days where I'm off my routine, I just want to grab for it immediately. So that again, that self-awareness of like, okay, I am feeling this way. Let's go one step further and ask myself why.
1: Yeah. I think exercise is for me anyways, that is the number one thing that'll get me out. If it's even just going outside for a walk, like it will change your whole day around because you get those hormones and endorphins that you need and you're going to physically feel better than you're mentally going to want to tackle things.
0: Exactly. I had written down, get out of the house. And I had said workout class. And I think that was my favorite way to like kickstart myself into like feeling good mentally, physically, all the things and feeling productive. I feel like when I'm in a slump, it's that I'm not feeling productive. And it's like all those little things you do all day that can make you feel productive, even though it doesn't seem like a lot, it all adds up to so much, but having a workout class, or if you don't, like classes and you'd like going to the gym again, back to that concrete routine, say like, okay, I'm going to be at the gym at 7am. And maybe there's yep. no one that's going to hold you accountable besides yourself, which obviously is harder, but you have to get yourself out, get yourself out of your space. And the second you make that first decision in the morning, every other decision is going to come easier and easier. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I couldn't agree more. The next category I had was like self-care mm-hmm. and that
1: sometimes it, you legitimately just need a little extra, like love or pampering. Sure. So my favorite things are taking a bath. That one I only do at night. I won't take a bath in the morning. But um, makeup and a cute outfit will yes, go along with. Like, just, just do it. You're gonna feel more confident and you're gonna feel better after.
0: I agree, and I think I am so bad about this. If there's days where I don't have meetings or whatever, and I'm just doing like my computer work at home, like. I there have been multiple days where I'll stay in my pajamas until three or four p.m. because like I'm like well I don't have a reason to change but you feel so much better when like literally just if you want to be in sweatpants and you work from home I have no problem with that put on your fancy sweatpants put on a nicer little cute t-shirt like put your hair up put, like do something it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be super expensive or super glamorous just do something that changes you out of outfit you were in that you would consider to be like your comfy outfit to like okay i'm in work mode now i think that was the number one piece of advice my dad gave me because he's worked from home for years and years and years is even though he literally just goes to his office i have never seen him in sweatpants working he's always in jeans usually a colored shirt always like something that he's like i'm in work mode now and it makes such a big difference because it's what you've been saying like if you change physically whether it's working out how you look what you're doing mentally follows always. Oh yeah. Dress
1: for success is 1000% a thing.
0: Yes. The days I like put on a little bit of makeup, which I didn't even do today, but the days I do it, I feel so much better. And that's not to say that I need to wear makeup to be productive or feel good, but it is an easy way for me to do that. And I think learn about yourself. Like, are you the type of person that needs to be super dressed up to be productive? Or do you have to be someone that gets out of the house to be productive? You know, like try out all these tips and see- I'm sure they're not all going to work for you, but see what does.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I agree with all that. Um, reading is a double-edged sword for me because I do bury myself in books to avoid doing other things, um, but I tend to be more motive. It feels more productive than just being on my phone. So a lot of times I'll like, get a couple chapters in and then I'm like, okay, I'm ready to like get up and start moving.
0: I've been doing the same thing. And I will politely blame you because the past two books that you have recommended to me, mm-hmm. I can't stop reading. And it it, it did get to a point in the past couple of days where I'm like, oh my God, I cannot keep reading. Like I have to do things right now, which again, it's like, oh my God, I'm addicted to this book. That's amazing. But also like, I haven't done anything. Like I have to get off. But oh my God, Jar of Hearts it has been so long since I've been obsessed with a thriller that wasn't a freedom McFadden thriller and this yeah. one, five stars without question I was hooked in from the beginning like I, I if you haven't read that book just go read it like you I'm so glad I read it as quickly as I did because you recommended it and it just worked out timing wise that I had just finished the book I was like okay perfect yeah. and, oh my goodness so it was, freaking good so good and Ward no, I don't even- way. I don't even know
1: where I stumbled across that one, but it was on Kindle Unlimited. I was like, I'll give it a try. And then I was, yeah, hooked. And I started it in the afternoon, a Friday afternoon. And I got up literally at like 4.30
0: on Saturday because I was just excited to read and I finished it in bed before I got up. I believe it. And honestly, so I finished that one yesterday and I was out, but I wanted to keep reading. So I had Ward D by Frida McFadden already downloaded. Thank goodness. I sat there and read 60 pages. I couldn't put it down. Yeah. I just finished one book and I'm already completely hooked into the next one, which is the best feeling. Absolutely. I love that. Sidetrack from that. But um, (laughs) one thing I had, well, do you want to stick with self-care and I'll go to this after? Uh, It might be the same thing. Is it journaling? Kind of. Okay. So I had
1: journaling because I know like Chris can tell when I don't journal. He's like, you just seem like like a kettle, like a teapot that is about to explode. Like your pressure valves are just like going off. So please either talk to me about it or write it down because like the world's going to implode if you don't like let something out.
0: I completely agree. And even I think it's important to, I've written down open up to a friend, which I think could be journaling. But honestly, I think it's really important to have journaling on top of having your support system that you can open up to because if you're feeling yeah. like you're in a slump like there are reasons that you're feeling that way and obviously your friends can help you probably like pull out the reasons why or whatever but i also think like even when you speak to your friends there's gonna be those like really emotional like personal things that you don't necessarily want to open up about like maybe eventually you mm-hmm. would or everybody has like those super close people that maybe you want to open up to them with but journaling is the literal one place where you can be completely yourself. You can be completely honest without any judgment. Like you can say the meanest things you want. You can say the deepest, darkest things you want. Like you can say whatever you want. And there is no repercussions other than you probably feeling a lot lighter after. So I think even if you have those sports systems, which everybody should, it's so important, but it is also really important to just give yourself that outlet to like let what, Ever intrusive thought comes into your head, let it on the paper. No one's gonna judge you. No one ever has to see it or even know that you wrote it down, let it out, and you're automatically like it's like the weight just lifts when you just yeah. pull it out. Absolutely. I couldn't
1: agree more with that either.
0: I had written um make a to-do list, but I think even more important mm-hmm. than a to-do list is a to did list, which yes. a little bit since we talked about our to did list. But if you're feeling in a slump, I think having like, I think sometimes I get in a slump, like we said, with pro- procrastination, and then I don't know where to start. It's like, I have so many things that I should be doing. And I think the habit tracker does help with that. Cause I can see every day, like all the little things I want to do, but for my bigger things, like work or house chores or exercise, whatever it is like those, I want to put in a to-do list and I want to put them in order of this has to be done today. This should be done today, like all the way down that yeah. my brain automatically, but then if you do things that you hadn't written down originally, put them down and then immediately cross it off. Like you deserve Mm -hmm. every little check mark that you can get. A two did list is the number one way to feel productive. Like no matter what it is, like, oh, you sweeped, but you weren't planning on sweeping, write it down and immediately cross it off. Like pat yourself on the back, you know, like don't, don't let these little things, I think celebrate little wins. I had written that down too, but that's like such a nice way to just feel like, hype yourself up like you have to be a little hard on yourself if you want to get out of that slump but then on the flip side you have to hype yourself up when you're doing even the smallest little tasks like reward yourself even just like a verbal yeah. reward or a written down reward whatever for all the little wins that you're having
1: um something that i did when i was in a slump a couple of weeks ago was i went through and i organized my home screen on my phone mm-hmm. and i narrowed it down to one page And it is just, I have a photo widget, I think, and then my fitness widget. So I only really have four, I probably have 10 apps on my homepage and I got rid of all of my social apps. So it's literally like productivity and then what I actually need. And that has been huge because I don't have, like my social media isn't in front of my face. So when I'm like on my phone looking for something to like procrastinate with, I'm not finding it as easily. And it makes it much more intentional, my time and my, my phone use anyways.
0: That's really smart. I did that um, and I actually got too used to like scrolling all the way to the back and then knowing mm-hmm. where they are, if they're not on your home screen. So I think even just the, the act of changing your screen so that it's yeah. not muscle memory of like, okay, Instagram's on page two, like, let me go click, like, just like, untraining your brain to like have yeah. muscle memory habits. That's so smart. Cause then it makes you think twice. So like, you don't see it. You're like, oh, okay, let me go scroll and find it. But then you kind of have that split second to be like, do I actually care enough to go find this or can I do something else? Yeah, absolutely. I have, you- um, have non-negotiables, which I think mm-hmm. this could be something that you journal. This could be something like that you put on a sticky note on your mirror in the morning or just things like that. But basically non-negotiables as in like no matter the time, the weather, the mood, I will dot 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 and this could be like I will put on a uh productive outfit. I will put makeup on. I will get outside in the morning. I will finish my to-do list before I go on social media. Like whatever your non-negotiables are, like make that like make that contract with yourself. I feel like if you're having trouble staying on track or getting back on track, like like make a contract like you would like like we would as business partners, like, okay, we are going to sit down and decide I'm responsible for this, you're responsible for this, sign off, done, do it with yourself. Like literally sit down, do the life audit, write out a contract. Like it sounds silly, but these little things, you'll think about it before you decide to skip over it. You're like, no, I made that promise to myself. So I think that makes a big difference for me is those like concrete things like, no, right. I can take five minutes and do this. I promised myself I would.
1: Yep. I feel like we've talked about a lot of different things, but we haven't talked about our environment and that for me cleaning or decluttering is huge. We flipped our routine this weekend and we did what we usually do on Sundays on Saturday. And it felt like we got an extra two days of the weekend because we did like our grocery shopping and our meal prepping and our like deep clean of the house on Saturday. And then we had, A whole day. Like, we didn't even know what to do with ourselves yesterday because it was like, oh, usually we, like, kind of rush around and do all this stuff. And it just made such a huge difference. And we got so much more cleaned because then we had a whole other day to, like, focus on decluttering because just the weekly cleaning was done. So, cleaning is huge. And rearranging. I don't do it as much now, but when I was living at home, I rearranged my room bi-monthly, I think.
0: I think that's really smart, and I think it's the perfect we've been we've been talking like you are so spot on because we've been talking so much about changing your physical appearance or just like working on your physical appearance to change your mental appearance however you want yeah. to say. but i think like there are the three different boxes you have your like outside body you have your inside mental state but then you have your physical surroundings yeah. like your environment and i think those three bubbles all need to be attended to and cared for in order to like go about as a productive human. So I think that's so smart. I had written down um, buying fresh flowers, which I didn't even think about it as being like something to liven your environment in that case, but that's exactly what it is. So it's so interesting that like we even do these things or you realize like, oh, having fresh flowers makes me feel lighter or (laughs) happy or whatever. And the sunshine makes me feel more productive. And it's like, these are environmental things that can really like liven or darken your mood.
1: Yeah. That's so funny because fresh flowers was my favorite of the week. And I realized that it's because whenever either Chris or myself buys flowers, we put them on our kitchen table. That's like when you first walk into the house. And I'm so much more apt to keep that area clean because I want the flowers to be like the focal point, especially where it is where you first walk through the door. And that space is our Achilles heel because we don't have But our house isn't set up where we have a closet or an entryway to put our stuff. So all of Chris's coats, Chris's backpack, paperwork, like it just gets thrown there. Um, But when there's flowers around, it's a lot cleaner and more organized.
0: It's you want to be proud of the space that you're in, not for other people, but just for yourself. And I think that's the same as you want to be proud of your appearance for yourself. You want to have like a good mental space for yourself. So I think doing those little things. And even let's say like, if like flowers aren't cheap, like, I like obviously you can get cheaper flowers, but if, if buying flowers isn't in your budget, which I completely understand, do little things. Like you've talked so much about all the little crafts you did, especially over like Halloween and Christmas time. Like there's yeah. so many DIY things you can do, or even like you said, rearrange your space. You don't have to buy anything. Like you can take exactly what you have and just like put your bed a new way or like if you have a partner, like switch what side of the bed you sleep on or what sink you use, you know, like you can do these yeah. little things that just change up your routine or change up your headspace enough that you look at your space and your life in a new way.
1: Yeah. We got a new, um, like headboard bed frame yeah. and a new bed, but that was something that took like four months to finally put it all together because we had the mattress, but we needed the frame and we couldn't decide on a frame, finally got it. We use our room so much more now just to hang out in. And then our den is kind of what we're working on next. So last night I like went through and I cleaned out one whole bookshelf. We have two bookshelves in there, but we're going to turn that into literally like another living room, especially for when we have the baby, like we have our own space if we have company or whatever. Um, So I'm very excited to be able to utilize
0: that. Yeah. I think it's really smart too, the way you've been tackling one space at a time, obviously Mm -hmm. like energy-wise, financially, like time-wise, it all makes sense to do it that way. But I also think it's really going to allow you to enjoy each piece of your house. Because if you were somehow able to completely redo your whole house in one week or one month or whatever you're going to, like, it's sensory overload. Like, which place do you go to first, you know? So I think, like, you, your office was, like, one of the first things, obviously, makes sense. It's space you're in all the time, and you really got to enjoy that and, like, go into all the details. And now, obviously, you'll do the nursery and your own den and all those different things and just really be able to appreciate every little space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had said pick out outfits the night before. We've talked a lot about outfits, but I think... Picking out your outfit the night before is just a way to not have an excuse of, I'll just stay in my pajamas because I don't want to go through picking out an outfit. Like, do it the night before, and then there's no reason to not just throw it on. You do this with your gym clothes.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I last week I had a day where I was like, get up. It's Your outfit is already picked out. Like, you don't have to think. You literally just need to get out of bed. And I've done that, honestly, I think I have picked my outfit out the night before my entire life. I can't remember a time where I didn't. And my, I don't know if it was my mom or my dad. My mom must've started that habit when my grandmother was sick. My mom was in Boston a lot. And so she wasn't home. So it was my dad and I and my two sisters. And I don't know if she, she must've started. It. it was like, pick your outfit out the night before oh. to make it easy on dad. dad. Um, and that's how I started that. So I've been doing that since I was six.
0: It's such a good Bye. idea, especially when, I mean, I, I say, especially when you have somewhere to be early, but even if you don't, It makes such a big difference because it's like that easy, like physical way to know like, okay, my day is starting now. Like I'm in my, my day clothes, you know? And then at the end of your day to wind down, change back into sweats or change into new sweats, whatever, like just give yourself those physical changes throughout your day. We
1: all know there's nothing more frustrating than trying to pick out an outfit and nothing's working. And then you have a pile of clothes on the floor that now you have to clean up, like it's just a mess. You're much better off to pick it out the night before, like, and then just trust yourself from the day before yes. that, like, might you look good.
0: That's my favorite trick with traveling, especially when we've been doing these like really little trips, like one or two yeah. nights, picking out your outfits fully. And then I'll even just take like, I had what I have, like I had for Como, like a sweater, tights, a skirt, leg warmers, socks, like the whole thing. And I rolled it all up. So then yeah. Saturday morning, it was like, okay, no thinking because you're on vacation, like you want to look extra good, whatever. But it was like, nope, this is my role. And we are going with the role. Like it's the only, option. Yeah. like the less decisions you have to make the better, because like we said, like every decision is going to make such an impact. So make it easier for yourself, you know, like Absolutely. set yourself up for success. I think that honestly I had written down, um, meal planning or like prepping meal prepping, which again, it's the same sort of thing, like set yourself up for success, but Eating breakfast is something that I've noticed I am so bad about, but I actually put it on my habit tracker for this month and it's made a really big difference. I notice mentally the changes in myself on the days I do eat breakfast and the days I don't. And it's just so easy, especially I've been doing overnight oats. So again, it's literally the same thing as picking out your outfit the night before, like pick out your breakfast the night before, throw it in the fridge. There is literally no reason not to go in and grab it versus if I don't have it in the fridge, I'm not going to eat breakfast. Like I'm not going to take the time when I'm already like in go mode in the morning. So yeah, just it it makes such a big difference. And it's so important. Like it sounds so stupid, like it's the most important meal of the day, but I feel like from experience having been someone that really is bad about eating breakfast it <laughs> makes such a big difference you were been saying today like food helped you so much after you were not feeling yeah. good in the morning yep I mean I have to like I have to eat
1: yeah within an hour of being up but I start my day with a protein shake that I drink at the gym so I'm getting 54 grams of protein right there so that usually fills me up and then by the time I get home I need to eat again so I had I'm meal prepped um like little egg muffins Yeah. over the weekend. So I had those and then Chris left for work and I was still hungry. And so I had tacos and I was like, this is is where we're at.
0: (laughs) No, but it's important. And I think when I'm feeling in a slump, it's often because I've been eating takeout or eating out or just like grabbing for chips and whatever, and not like properly nourishing. And it sounds I, I don't think I realized how much of a difference eating well can make on your like, obviously physically, I understand that that makes a difference, but mentally it makes such a big difference when you eat well and take the time to like, actually like nourish your body and like do that good thing for your body. And like, you feel so much better in the moment you don't have, like, if you, I mean, obviously like I love junk food as much as the next person, but if you do it all the time, you're just going to feel so like physically, mentally weighed down. So you have to like start from the inside. You know, like if you want to change how you're feeling, it starts from within. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: That is it for
0: my list. Me too. Favorites. Well, I already said mine was fresh flowers. So <laughs> um, I love that you had said fresh flowers. It was clearly on both of our minds because it's not something yeah. we talk about all the time. Maybe because of our Day.
1: Man, see, and I, no, I did not get Valentine's Day flowers. I got the spring
0: assortment. So
1: I think I'm just like willing in spring.
0: Yes. No, and I think honestly, especially for our New Hampshire or like if you live in a place where like this time of year just sucks with the weather, go get flowers, like a little piece of sunshine, a little piece of hint of spring. It it is such a nice, like you just walk by it and you're like, oh yeah, like there is this piece of happiness in my house, you know? (laughs) Uh, mine was my new smart ring I've had it for just over a month now and I was kind of waiting to talk about it until I like actually felt like I understood it because like day one I put it on I was like oh this is cool but it's like can't really be a favorite until I understand it but it I'm really enjoying it I'm really appreciating all the sleep statistics because it really shows me like if like, I feel like you wake up sometimes, you're like, oh, I feel like I had a bad sleep. Like, you don't really know what that means. This will show me, it gives me a sleep score. And then it gives me a recovery score. So it'll say like, okay, your sleep was 81, like, which is obviously out of 100, pretty good. But then your recovery score was only 65. So it means like, like probably don't push today. Like you don't need to have as intensive workout or like you don't need to walk as many steps. Like you're not physically there. So I like being able to like understand that and see how many times I woke up when I was in my REM sleep versus my light sleep or how many times I was in deep, whatever, all these different things. It shows you like when your heart rate drops to its lowest point, your temperature. So just all these different things that I never really cared to, understand but now the information is so clear for me and it really helps you kind of goes in perfectly with the episode honestly it really helps you to n- know what little changes you could make that could make a huge impact right yeah that is so cool and like the aura ring charges you seven bucks a month to literally use what you already paid for and I love that this one doesn't like you pay one fee for the ring itself and then everything else is just included which is how it should be
1: yeah I agree. I'm very, I want one. It is on my list.
0: I think, and, and like, obviously I'll keep you posted as I continue using it, but just the more and more it learns about me, the more specific it's getting. You know, like the first couple of weeks yeah. it gave me like very generic data, but now it'll say like, Okay. It even tells me like, don't have caffeine until this point. And then, okay, you're good for now till now. And it shows me like my caffeine window in order to have the best sleep. So it, it learns more about you as you wear it, which I think is really cool. That is really cool. What is your quote? Oh, my quote. I need to look it up because it was too long. So I wrote down um, (laughs) the very beginning of it, but I was like, I'm going to need to just look at it. So um i'm gonna post this on our instagram too because i liked the way it was set up but it says sensory rest is silent walks soothing scents, loose clothing cozy socks deep pleasure spiritual rest is meditation prayer energy healing full moon rituals creative rest is drawing pom-pom making cake decorating reading fantasy novels trying a new recipe playful rest is anything fun and unproductive watching a rom-com playing a board game doing a puzzle building a fort so I liked that it kind of took rest and broke it into yeah. all these categories. So like if you're needing, like if you're feeling super sensory overwhelmed, like silent walk, you know, like I liked, it kind of was very aesthetic, but it also was very informative.
1: I really like that. That's super fun. Mine was your body hears everything that your mind says. Yes. Which I, I, I that I think my quote was kind of similar to that last week. Um, but it just a friendly reminder
0: Mm -hmm. everything like I I feel like people talk about this with their kids like oh I don't want to say this out loud because I don't want my kids to hear and I don't want them to feel this way like I know that's something like if if a mother says like oh I hate the way I look like if you say that enough like your daughter or your son is going to start thinking that way about themselves but I feel like you can think that with yourself too like whatever you say out loud is what your brain's going to think so make it a happy place to be Absolutely. I like that a lot. And it totally (laughs) sums up the whole episode is we didn't even talk that, but like positive self-talk, positive thinking, positive outlook is, I would say probably the easiest way to change your mood. Make Make your mind a happy place to be. Couldn't agree more. Thank you guys so much for listening. Give us a rating and a review and we'll see you next time.